And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's Marvelous, Monumental, Most Fascinating, Massively Mind-Bending Monday as we join our hearts and minds in one accord to draw closer to the King of Kings and glorify his name. First, we're doing something new today, and the reason is that this is the day the Lord has made, and we will, by decision, rejoice and be glad in it. Romans 5 gives us a step-by-step, inch-by-inch plethora of truth by which we can be strong in our faith, safe in our Lord, and joyful in our hearts. One of the great lessons from Job is that his sin what his sin turned out to be. He didn't blame God, according to Job 1, but he didn't justify God either, according to Job 32. Did you get that? I want to repeat that because a lot of people don't catch that. He didn't blame God, throw fault at God, according to Job 1, but he didn't justify God either according to Job 32. Romans 5 speaks plainly that our troubles are good for us, but of course we don't want to hear that if we have tickling type of ears. And finally, what can possibly be results of problems and troubles that can speak some form of hope to us while we're going through the fire? What can we possibly get out of it? The conclusions to our problems and trials are that, boy, if you get this, you won't have to listen to the rest of the show. The conclusions to our problems and our trials are that God testifies about our eternal future. Oh, no, you just got to hear this. I'm backing up on purpose. You just have to bear with me. You have to get this. The conclusion to our problems and our trials that we all face every day is that God is testifying about our eternal future. He testifies to his love, and he testifies to us through the passion and the work of Jesus Christ, and he testifies to us through the presence of the Holy Spirit. Can God be that cool? Yes, he can. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey, so much more. Hey, hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at he must increase.org. You can text us during the show live, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. You can identify yourself 
or not identify yourself. You can be like Batman in a cave and not let anybody know, or you can tell me your name. I don't mind. Whatever's comfortable for you, that works for us. 214-210-8483 on text. And then you can also call us, 972-445-0770. Now, here's that same number really fast. Ready? 972-445-0770. Okay? Now, watch this again. Is that fast? All right. Or you can call 972-445-0770. When you do that, Captain Chris will answer the phone, and you know you were sailing in the right direction because you're talking to Captain Chris. That counts. Here's the simplicity of it all. You might have a thought, an opinion, a comment. You might have a, something you want to share, a praise report. You might have a prayer request. Reach out to us. We'll be glad to participate and help you in that or join you in the struggle with that or rejoice with you in that. You can also answer Bible trivia. What kind of Bible trivia like this? What city did Joshua and the people travel around once for six days and seven times on the seventh day? What city was that that Joshua did that to? If you think you know, you are welcome to call us at 972-445-0770. Phone's working, right? Is it seems to be working. Double check it. Is it working? Yeah, seems to be working. Somebody, he picked up the phone and somebody is on the other side. Come on! Boy, I'm feeling it today. 972-445-0770. Okay, that's number one. Number two, you can send a text, 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. I guess we resolved whether the phone was working or not, dude. That was that hilarious. Ask and you shall receive. Oh, that is just too good. Remind me, by the way, to tell the story about Bert. I have to have a story about Bert. It's a ama- it is a really kind of amazing story. So we have somebody ready to answer the trivia, right? Okay. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Ken from Carrollton. Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. You had? Did you have a good weekend? Um, the weekend was was uh, yeah was fruitful and restful. No, that restful is like <laughs> to me. It's like hallelujah. <laughs> no, rest, restful is just doing things for myself and not everybody else. There so you go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I rest by being on my own for a little. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, you know, I did have there was that day Friday afternoon where my wife wasn't home and my brother came and picked up my mother. So I had like 45 minutes of I don't even know what it was that left the house, you know, but it was that was serenity. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what the Lord does so that he can go. See, it's going to be better in heaven. See <laughs> right there. <laughs> you know, you know, knowledge of the glory. Amen. Hey, so look, I have a question now on your question. Okay. Now, was so that where they walked around that city with priests and trumpets? And correct. An that is correct. That is the exact one where the city where they, they traveled around for six days. They did once a day for six days, so that'd be six times. And then they did it seven times on the seventh day, and so that would technically be seven times uh, uh, seven and six would be thirteen. But yeah, which city was that? Let's see, was that D.C.? No, that was Jericho. It was Jericho, but it should have been D.C. That's an excellent answer. (laughs) 
excellent, excellent response and very insightful on that one little part right there. <laughs> just all, you know, I mean, it looks like old Old Testament times these days. I'm just trying to pick out where it is. It'll be probably a combination of all the above. Yep, yep. Pe- people don't like to hear it, but uh, Washington, D.C. was architecturally a city set on seven hills. I know nobody likes it, but it's still the facts. Well, anyway, you know, and no one likes the truth ever, hardly. <laughs> I think you've mentioned that once or twice yourself. That's right. Excellent job, by the way. Thank you. And excellent commentary. I like it. I like it. Great job. Thanks for taking my call. I'm glad I got in. Actually, I was just messing with the phone because I drive, and that's why I can spend time with you in, the, in at those times. And uh, and so I always like it because I can call in, and there's someone there, you know. Uh, yeah. There's Chris, you know, answer the captain, was good at the phone, and I could I could – I can feel his authority. There, he, and he's the he's in charge. He's the one that that directs the directs where the ship is going. So that is good. Good well, work. Thank, good work, thank my Chris brother. for bringing me in. You got it. Hey, thanks, David. Talk to you soon. All right. God bless you. Thank you. All right. We have too much fun in this show. Nah, that's all right. All right. So here, I want to go back to this now. Now what? Now we, you guys know we don't have to cover anything. We're going to go right to this, right? So listen. So we just talked about we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. Okay. What's the next part of that? What we talked about in the last segment. For we know. Do we wonder? No. We know knowledge, something that we have, the epigenosa, not just the genosa, but knowing it by touch and by experience. We know this is good for us. And then it tells you what the good part is. Now here, this remember, this is all in my one devotional time, right? So I'm three verses in, and I'm already talking to God ten minutes. Because I'm like, well, you know, sometimes I feel like I know, and sometimes I feel like I don't know. How come I don't always know? And then you get the Lord kind of getting back at you, like going, because you don't always walk in faith. Like, oh, yeah, that's a good boy, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, wow, I got to get my stuff together. And so we can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they are good for us, dash, or comment, they help us to learn to endure. So now Dave's brain, limited as it is, and keep in mind when people say I'm smart, I just told this to somebody uh, before the show, I'm so smart I can slip uh, in the bathroom (laughs) and wipe out my knee with uh, nine inches or seven inches of tile. That's how smart I am. Here's the bottom line. We rejoice. Well, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials because we know that they're good for us. They help us to learn to endure. Now, why is that important? Well, you want to be able to get through. I mean, that just makes it, you want to be able to survive something, whatever. But it's not just they help us to endure eating dinner at somebody's house that's a lousy cook. They help us to endure what we're going through Because God is the one who's teaching us to increase the endurance. I'm going to absolutely, I promise you, if you stay with me at this, it'll blow your mind. Why is God trying to get us to be more like elastic and to be more stretchable and to be more enduring during the silly trials and the goofy stuff that goes on all around us? That's what I'm going to answer in the next segment. 
why God makes endurance such a big issue. But if we know that the trials are good for us and the problems are good for us, we know that, and it helps us to go through this endurance process, something that we have to endure towards must be very, very important. Ooh, right. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under his wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And you're thinking, that's a great verse, Dave. What does that got to do with Thanksgiving? Right? Because that doesn't have any application except for... God is pictured here as always was, always is, and always will be. And a person who is walking in the dynamic of continually giving thanks is looking at their past with thanksgiving, is looking at their present with thanksgiving, and is looking at their future with thanksgiving because God has operated in the past, the present, and the future, and you have a past, a present, and a future, and when you look at your past and you operate with thanksgiving, and you look at your present and you operate with thanksgiving, and you look at your future and you operate with thanksgiving, you're operating in those principles with God, and if you look at your past with thanksgiving, guess what you won't have. You won't have bitterness. And if you look at your present with thanksgiving, guess what you're going to have? A trusting and a confidence. And if you look to your future with thanksgiving, guess what you're going to have? A hope for a better tomorrow. All these principles operate if you will continually walk in thanksgiving on every aspect and element of your life. You won't be bitter. You'll be trusting God and walking in confidence. You'll be looking for a better tomorrow. You'll be operating in the principle of faith. You'll be honoring God and you'll be setting yourself free in your partnership with God, how can that be bad? How can that be bad? It blow my mind. Cry it out loud. We should be thanking God for, oh, but this terrible thing happened. But look how God brought you through it. This terrible thing is happening, but look how God is bringing you through it. Hey, when they start shooting Christians, look how God took you out and brought you to him. I mean, it's like it's all together. You can't escape this. If you look at your life with a continual feast of thanksgiving, you'll have a continual feast. The David Spoon Experience. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM, the truth station. Amen. Let that truth be, or so that truth is. Amen. 
All right. Uh, so there's a couple of variations on the word amen. So, all right. So we've got to do our next trivia question. I, I, I got to tell you this ahead of time or you're going to get stuck. So I'm going to tell you right now, Old Testament. <laughs> right? So, I mean, I don't, want, I don't want you getting stuck here. Old Testament. Old Testament prophet. Let's give you a lot of ease. Who planned to travel to Tarshish? Old Testament. Who? <laughs> Al answers the question before I finish it so that he can try and be first in. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. He just throws a prophet's name in there. It's just like what he does. It's like, that's hilarious. Anyway, uh, boy, our, our audience. Who planned to travel to Tarshish? If you think you know, this is an Old Testament prophet. Uh, so you have like the whole back third, no, back fourth of the Old Testament to kind of pick from. Uh, if you think you know, call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. You can also uh, send an email, david at org. We are doing a redo on the website. I'm doing some of it. Somebody else is going to help do some of it. It is really uh, a lot better. I think it'll be, ultimately, it will come out to be a lot better, but it does take time. So I'm just telling you now. It's not even uh, we've got it on a separate domain name. We're just going to town here. Okay. In the meantime, while you're trying to figure out that trivia question, which is now apparently uh, I've learned is now a little harder than people thought. Who planned to travel to Tarshish? It's a it's an Old Testament prophet. Uh, and the only other key I'll give you is not one of the big boys. Well, I shouldn't say that. Not one of the boys that have a lot of space. In their writings. How about that? That That's a nicer way to say it. Because otherwise it's kind of like demeaning. You know what I'm saying? Like he's got five more chapters than him. Ooh. Okay. All right. In the meantime, I've got these couple of jokes that i got to do. Okay. Now you might want to get this right. Because these are, I'm going to do six jokes in a row. You can either buzz them or ding them or do whatever. But before we get to them, somebody's going to save the audience by trying to answer the trivia question. That's a wise thing. Saving the audience. The Lord will see that as having mercy on others. I feel in my heart. Are they ready to answer the trivia question? We'll go there first. Okay. This is David. Who am I talking to? Yes, sir. It's Will Rogers. Hi, Will. How are you? I'm a great. I hope are you better. I am doing better. I'm doing fantastic today. So I appreciate you asking that. Uh, this is a toughie because I, I get the texts and I can always read the audience by how the texts come in. And there's a couple of all, it's like all over the place. Do you think you know who this is? I mean, you're feeling pretty confident? I think I do. All right. I love it. Who planned, Old Testament prophet, who planned to travel to Tarshish? I believe that would have been Jonah trying to flee. That is correct. And what that's such a good excellent job, first of all, on that. And one of the things I love about that story is at first it seemed like it was going his way, <laughs> right? It's like, ooh, I got a ship where I'm trying to go. Ooh. So it seemed like everything was okay, but little did he know, <laughs> the Lord was setting it yeah. up, right? That is The excellent. Lord controls it all, even to the uttermost part of the sea. Exactly. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Excellent work, my friend. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. I know that because I've been there, done that. <laughs> that's that's one way to never forget it, isn't it? It's like, nope, I know. I've been there. No way. Yep. Excellent. Yep. Superb work, my brother. I appreciate it. You have a blessed day, sir. You too. God bless. All right. We are rolling today. All right, now we'll get back to the test, but I got to do these jokes. 
Okay, so you can have a I don't, you can have the buzzer and then whatever you whatever you're comfortable with. There are one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. I used to be able to count. It's, I don't know what happened to me. You just know the buzzer's coming, huh? Okay. Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> Why did the hawk sit on the church steeple? Because it was a bird of prey. Now, I, I do like this, although you might—how <laughs> do we know Moses wore a wig? Because sometimes he was with Aaron, and sometimes he wasn't. Aaron, Aaron is a brother. Okay. How do we know Peter was a rich fisherman by his net income? Eh, that's not that good. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> All right, you give it to me. I'll take it. A sitcom about Jesus wouldn't make it past the pilot. Episodes. Come on. <laughs> All right. I'll just do two more. Jesus uh, said, come forth and receive eternal life. But Peter came in fifth and won a toaster. I like that. That's uh, mean. Okay. And then uh, I think people know this one already. Uh, what was Jesus' favorite type of ham? We've done it before. Bethlehem. Let's see. Yeah. Hey, I'm not uh, quitting my day job. <laughs> Well, actually, I'd have to get a day job, and then I'd have to qu- Okay, That's, never mind. Let's get back to the text. You guys have to put up with it. I can't, you know. This is what the Lord does. All right, so let's go back to it. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, part one, for we know that they are good for us. We don't think about they're good. We know they're good for us. But, Dave, you're, you're talking about those deep, deep, deep trials. No, I'm not. I'm talking about all of it because God's not in charge of some of it. And he's not like, whoa. Okay. I understand a lot of people live by that's coincidence, but I met Jesus. I just didn't meet coincidence. I'm just saying. So bottom line, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know they're good for us. They help us to learn. They help us learn to endure. And here's the big moment right here. It's the combination of what verse four says. And endurance develops strength of character in us, and character strengthens our confident expectation of salvation. So here is the moment that I have to stop. I didn't say I cried, but I was impressed. I'll tell you that. Because... We rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, even dopey ones. Why? Because we know they're good for us, yeah, like vegetables, but we know they're good for us. They help us to learn to endure. So what? Well, that endurance develops a character in us that has an expectation of salvation. And now we're connecting it to eternity. You see, what happens is God situationally allows things to happen so that you can have an expectation, a confident expectation is what it says, of his salvation in the circumstance, little or big, simply to testify that one day the big, big one is coming. And God is testifying all the way across the big one's coming the big one's coming this just shows you the big one's coming 
This shows you they help us to learn to endure, and that endurance develops strength of character in us. Oh, so we have this character that's able to endure, and then the Scripture says, and character strengthens our confident expectation of salvation. In every trial and every circumstance that you and I encounter, the end result is another moment of testimony to what we are all hoping and believing for on the end result of eternal life. Bam. And it's like, wait a minute. That adds a lot more value to those dumb trials because they're testifying to the big thing. Yep. And it's like, wait a second. Now hold on. Now hold on here. Are you trying to tell me? Are you saying to me, Dave, that this stupid trial that my battery wouldn't start in my car somehow has a connection to eternal life? Yes. Okay, just in case you're wondering, because I didn't want you to think I stuttered when I said that. Yes. Well, how is that? Because we rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they're good for us. They help us learn to endure. That's good. We need to learn to endure. Why? Because that develops in us a character, and that character that it develops is a confident expectation of salvation. Wait, wait, wait. Here's the next line. And this expectation will not disappoint us. That means that in every trial, in every circumstance, in everything that we encounter, how many things work together? All things work together for good. And so in every one of these, we have a confident expectation in the salvation of God, which is a prior testimony to the ultimate salvation of God, the temporary deliverances and the temporary expectations of non-disappointment and the temporary things of victory in the smallest things simply pile on to the eternal testimony that we are going to live forever with God through Christ, and it's going to be awesome. And God testifies to that every single day by the dumbest and the largest and the smallest and the biggest trials that we encounter. And if we miss the knowledge of that, then we allow those events in our life to trip us up and cause confusion and problems as opposed to being testimonies by God. Oh, how do you feel now? And how do you think I felt when I was in the presence of the Lord going, uh-oh. <laughs> not, 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 yes, that's great. More like, uh-oh. So all the times that I made those really nasty little comments to you about these dumb little things, I probably shouldn't have done that, right? Right. Like, oh, man. So now you follow the scene. This is just building one line upon our we can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know they're good for us. What do you mean they're good for us? They help us to learn to endure. They help us to learn to endure. What does that do? Endurance develops strength of character, and the character strengthening helps our confident expectation of his salvation, and that expectation will not disappoint us even in the dumb trials and problems we have. God testifies eternally. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Today is have a bad day day. I don't... 
I don't know. Have a bad day day. Somebody had to take the time to name a day a bad day. I, I, I don't know. I think it's also National Men's Day, so that kind of works. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Um, Play Monopoly Day is also a holiday that some people like. And then uh, World Toilet Day. Okay. I'm not even going to – not touch not, not even close. Not even going to touch that. For those that want to know, this is the stuff I like. This is what you get when you listen to the show. On this day in 1959, the Edsel was discontinued. That might be interesting. But this is what's fascinating. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and his friends premiered on this day in 1959. See, that, that's important. I hated that cartoon. Did you really hate Horrible. that cartoon? Okay. Horrible. I liked it. Uh, I always thought, you know, the Russians did it. Do you remember when they were going Natasha through the- <laughs> yeah. and Boris. They were going through this whole thing with Donald Trump and that whole thing, and people kept dropping in these uh, memes with the, the- – <laughs> it was so funny. I mean it was some pretty funny stuff. Uh, and I will tell you one last thing, and we'll get into the teaching. We'll do trivia in the next segment. Uh, I will let you know that my wife and I got into a discussion l- last night. As we were watching television, as we were watching a show, while we're working on stuff together, and I don't have the answer, so I'm going to ask Wonder Julie. And if you call in for a trivia, you might be able to give us the answer. But we're watching a show, and in the show, there's all these people that are skydiving. And uh, uh, then the last guy goes, and uh, and I tried to say, well, it looks like he skydived. And then I was like, well, that doesn't sound right, skydived, because that's past tense. And then skydove. And then that didn't sound right. And then sky divin, that doesn't sound right. Uh, sky divid, that doesn't sound right. Sky div, jump out. I mean, what is the past tense of skydived? It just seems weird. It seems like it's a weird. Do you have any idea what it is? I don't know. I never would jump out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> It was one of those things we looked at each other and laughed because we're like, like, I don't even know the answer to this. My English is so bad. I can't even figure out how to give me the past tense. I mean, sky dove, <laughs> but it just seems like a weird word. Eh, maybe it's me. Uh, that's what happens when uh, they, uh, you know, experiment with you when drugs, when you're like one year old. Try this on him. Try this on him. That was me. All right. Let's go into Romans chapter five, verse three. Poor, poor Wonder Julie's going, what happened to you? Nothing. It's the same idiotic me. Hey, I leave you alone for one day, and the wheels come <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, the wheels. The wheels on the bus go round and round. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience, where something absolutely bizarre just happened. Uh, thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's K-double-A-man, the truth station here in Texas. We'll get to our uh, trivia question in just a second. But at the end of that filling clip, when I was talking to Wonder Julie back in the day, if you caught that, it says, all right, we're going to go into our teaching in Romans chapter 5, verse 3. That's what I'm teaching out of right now. Oh, my. Do you guys get that? I was, I was, that, okay, never mind. Maybe that was just for me, but I'll take it. You know, it's like, come on. Right in that fill. Generally, she's anointed by the Spirit to put that in on that time for that. It's just, that's what I'm teaching on. Okay. Do you get that, guys? That that just happened? I didn't even know that until it just came. Just not. Okay. 
do. The Lord is good to me. Uh, here's your trivia question. Which town less than two miles from Jerusalem did Jesus travel to in order to visit the bereaved sisters, Mary and Martha? Which town did he travel to? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Get this, okay? I'm just so amazed that that just happened. Isn't that the weirdest thing? Uh, you also can go to our website, and I'm not going to get deep into it, but we need a little bit of help financially. We're not going to ask you to do something you can't do, but if the Lord puts it on your heart and you want to participate and be a partner, we could use the help. That's just, I can't say it any clearer. You know, I, if I have to pick up something in order to cover expenses, I think it takes away from things. And uh, so we're just hoping we can do it amongst us. If we can't, then we can't. We'll do what we can. Okay. But please go to the website, he must increase.org. Website, he must increase.org. He must increase.org. Email David at he must increase.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. I'm telling you, one, check out the website. Two, start looking for the new website. Three, don't forget the apps because they, I mean, the one app works really good. It's free. It goes on your phone. It takes almost zero space. I mean, it's super, super, super small. Uh, don't forget if you've got a prayer request, anything you want to share, anything, you can always do that on the website, he must increase.org. And I'm still trying to figure out and process through this thing. So at the end of that Julie clip, I, unless I just absolutely missed it, uh, I say we're going to get into the teachings in Roman 5.3. And then uh, Julie and I were talking on the wheels on the bus go round and round. But you see, I'm teaching on the Romans 5.3 right now, this first different type, type of teaching, kind of sharing the devotional stuff. Wow. That is just so weird. It's just weird. Okay. So you, gotta, you have to love stuff like that. It's like, see, that's what being a Christian, that's what's cool. That's what makes being a Christian cool, that. It's like, how is that? That's amazing. All right, so which town, okay? Now, i got to say that again because we weren't looking for the person. Which town less than, uh, yes, uh, the, by the way, let me repeat it. The app is for Android that's on the website, plus there's one for uh, just the station app. That's an Apple one, right? The station app, I think, is an Apple one. They're both up there on the website, so you click on it, and then whichever one works for you. I don't know if they charge. I don't think they charge. We don't charge. Nah, I think they're free. Uh, which town, less than two miles from Jerusalem, did Jesus travel to in order to visit the bereaved sisters, Mary and Martha? Which town? Okay, ready? Somebody's ready to answer? All right, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Mary. Hi, Mary. Love to hear from you. How are you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. Good. Pretty good today. It's lovely outside. It's gorgeous. Yay! <laughs> Yay, yeah. right. That's why we don't live in Seattle, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I would want to live in Seattle. Yeah, That's not for true. anything. <laughs> not even the sure, word. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, now this is a pretty good uh, trivia question. I might have asked it wrong, so if I did, I apologize. But which town less than two miles away from Jerusalem did Jesus travel to in order to visit the bereaved sisters Mary and Martha? Bethany. That was it. Was it Bethany? Bethany is correct, Mary. <laughs> yeah, it's Bethany. 
He, he used to actually he used to go there often. You did? He went there uh, the week um, the week of his crucifixion. You know, he went there too. Well, you got to think in all the places that Jesus traveled, it was a tight circle, right? Except for the Egypt romp when he was a young lad, when he was a baby. Everything's yeah, pretty tight yeah. for him. So, yeah, I mean, that's the, he didn't yeah, have to. But, you know, yeah, he didn't have a bicycle. So, I mean, everywhere he went, he walked. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Or he they took a boat, right? A boat. Stronger, you know, I think they were stronger physically than we are today. I'm sure they were. Well, I don't think we could do all this walking and all that they did back then. Well, I think if today. we if we started younger, we would be doing okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it'd be hard to pick it up now <laughs> because it's like, well, well I'll just take yeah, my car. Then, um, boy, you know they really had it. They had it so much harder than we do. I mean, they didn't have washing machines, and they didn't. That's and right. Stoves like we have, they had to cook over fire. That that's right. You so, know, that's good. <laughs> that that's true that's though. Been, they didn't have anything that forced them to physically do things. There was a, a lot of you know th- things for us are done now mostly by machine. We don't have to do a lot of that stuff. Whereas everything they did involved some kind of physical physical commitment. Yes, exactly. That's true. That you're correct. Good observation, Mary. Good well, job on thank that. you, sir. <laughs> and um, I'll be calling you again. You didn't answer my last phone call. Uh oh! I'll tell uh, Captain Chris. <laughs> Stop that, Captain Chris! Right, you got so it. if you don't answer this next time I call you, you're going to be in a doghouse. Okay. Oh, I, my doghouse. All right, got it. <laughs> Thanks, Mary. <laughs> okay. All right. Alrighty, well, you- Thanks. God Thanks. bless. I got what it. Are you, what? I said, God bless you. That was good, though. <laughs> I'm going to be in the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to be in my doghouse. Gotcha. No. Okay, then. Well, I'll talk to you later, then. You got okay? it. Okay? Thanks. All righty. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> He's so funny. You'll be in my doghouse. Okay, let's not do that. Speaking of dogs, by the way, since I'm about to bring up this Bert thing. So yesterday, uh, so you guys, we know we have Levi and Bert. Now, Levi's been with us for uh, 11 years since he was six weeks old. Six weeks old. Okay, so uh, really deeply part of the family. He's a very neurotic dog, but that one thing has nothing to do with the other. Nobody can figure out why. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> so Bert, you know, is a rescue dog, and we got Bert, and he's still working his way through. But anyway, yesterday, uh, Bert uh, uh, disappeared. Disappeared, disappeared. Uh, so that was kind of a weird couldn't find him anywhere in the house went through the house like three times went through the backyard everywhere couldn't find him anywhere so i'm in the car driving around this really happened okay because noel said get in the car drive on the back side of the lot see if there's anything there so i'm asking a few people did you see a dog you know that's always comforting if you ask people if they saw a dog you feel like an idiot uh but anyway so i got back there so i'm driving home and i thought and i said to the light this really happened just this way i said lord i said it's just like sheep that 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 go away and the shepherd goes after him. It's like, how I'm, I'm sure the shepherd probably hears their, you know, the, the, the noise the sheep makes, but you have to lead him. You have to guide him. I said, unless you help me find uh Bert, there's no way I'm going to find him. Cause he's a spry little doggy kind of thing. And I pulled back into the house and I opened up the door and Bert was sitting right there. As soon as I opened the door, right in front of me. It's just like, praise the Lord. <laughs> 
right? Now, I don't know, but I am just going to give credit to the Lord because I prayed, and that's what happened. So why would you not give credit to the Lord? Because that's what I asked the Lord to do, and that's what happened. So I take it. All right, let's go back into the text. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials. By the way, that doesn't mean I'm spiritual. It might mean that I'm uh, blessed, graced, or sometimes lucky, too, by the grace of God. Uh, That's a joke, folks. Relax. Uh, We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they are good for us. They help us to learn to endure. Endurance develops strength of character, and strength of character uh, strengthens our confident expectation of salvation. Watch this. And this expectation will not disappoint us. Here's the next line. For we know—oh, it's another thing that we know—how dearly God loves us. And now, in my devotions, I'm going, oh, man. (laughs) It's like, because, you see, this whole thing starts off where you can rejoice when you run into problems and trials. And you do that because they're good for us. And they help us to learn to endure. And this whole endurance helps our character. And our character strengthens our confident expectation of God's salvation. It also testifies to his eternal character. Uh, response in salvation and in deliverance because the expectation doesn't disappoint us. God shows us in the littlest things how he's going to be faithful in the big thing. And then it drops back to this line, for we know, here's another thing we know, how dearly God loves us. And now we're getting, this all is taking place through the Son, Romans 5, 1 and 2, clearly through the work of Jesus Christ, how much the Father, clearly the Father here in verse 5, how much the Father loves us, that this whole process happens, that he reminds us of eternity in the stupid trials and in the goofy problems by bringing a sense of deliverance, teaching us to the endurance, and that endurance enables us to have an expectation of his salvation, and that expectation is not disappointing, and he does all this stuff because he loves you. That's why he does it. Wait, we're not done. That's the weirdest part about this whole teaching is, yeah, we ain't done. We'll do history when we come back, and then we'll do the other stuff. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. It may be false, but it feels the same. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. 
Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. The David Spoon Experience. Ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome to the show, uh, very proudly and honorably, uh, Roma Downey and Mark Burnett, two people who have spearheaded uh, the miniseries, the epic miniseries, The Bible, which I think we've talked about on this show 900 times, because it is an incredible series. Uh, and I just want to say welcome to both of you. Thank you for joining us here. Thank you so much. We're now on the David Spoon Experience. Yeah, I mean, I mean that in a quarter, and you still can't uh, make a phone call. The Christian faith is being attacked. Fifty years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience on God Country, Texas, 770 KAAM. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready to do our last trivia question. I'm having fun with this kind of teaching. I know it sounds bizarre, but this is actually how my devotions went. It's just like one thing on another, and then I kept looking up going, what, 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 right? I also do this when I'm praying. I go, why? And I already know he's going, why not? You know, it's like, it's like I don't even, I don't even blink. It's like, yeah, I'm so used to that. Uh, let's uh, do our last trivia question. Uh, in John's vision of the woman and the dragon. Ooh, talking about the book of Revelation. In John's vision of the woman and the dragon, where did the woman flee? Where did she flee for 1,260 days? Uh, was it the mountains, the city, or the desert? So you got a multiple choicer, right? Uh, in John's vision of the woman and the dragon, where did the woman flee for 1,260 days? The mountain, the city, or the desert? If you think you know the answer, you can... Call in 972-445-0770 uh, and say howdy and say hi to Captain Chris. You can also text in 214-210-8483, and then you can also uh, send an email, david at he must increase 
www.revelationchapter12.org. So if you have to look this up, and I'm pretty sure it's Revelation 12, I'm like 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 99% sure. Uh, John's vision of the women of the dragon. Where did the women flee for 1,260 days? The mountain, the city, or the desert? The mountain, the city, or the desert? Or wilderness. You know, it's like whatever it's going to Whatever works. In the meantime, we'll do a little bit of history. Let's do history. history. Let's go live in the past. Let's go live in the past. All right. So for those that want to know or should know or think it's important to know, today is Little Red Wagon Day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's like the radio flyer. Is it like the radio flyer or something? Must be, right? It's a little red wagon day. I don't know. Uh, it's I love to write day, which is not really something that we would say on a radio show. I'm just saying, but, you know, I mean, I love to write when my assignment's done. It's National Raisin Bran Cereal Day. I went through a phrase where I thought that was fantastic. Okay. And then got out of that phase. And it's National Bunt Day. Uh, bunt pan day, so like bunt cakes. Like, oh, absolutely. And then uh, finally, it's clean out your refrigerator day. There's some things in my refrigerator that I don't know that I would. I I maybe you know with a broom. <laughs> what is that? It's crawling onto the thing, you know, kind of thing. Uh, for those that do not know who are into history, um, uh, 1926, this is uh, for us people, 1926, first United States nationwide radio network. First nationwide radio network in the U.S. began broadcasting uh, the National Broadcasting Company, NBC. Uh, now, of course, NBC stands for No Bible Christians. That's what it stands for now. And then the last two things, uh, 1969 and this day, Dave Thomas opened the first Wendy restaurant, Wendy's restaurant. And then finally in 1977, Close Encounters of the Third Kind opened in theaters. You might not like that movie. I like that movie. It was fun. That stuff doesn't bother me. That's that, I'm okay with that. All right. Uh, ready for somebody to answer the trivia question? All right. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David, it's Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? Good. I hope you're doing okay. Doing good. I'm doing really good, actually, so I appreciate you asking. I hope the show has been refreshing to some degree. Yes, sir, always. Uh, that's good to hear. I'm glad. And I'll send you your $20 later. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all right, in John's vision of the woman and the dragon, where did the woman flee for 1,260 days, the mountains, the city, or the desert slash wilderness? Um, I'm going to say the mountains. So close. Go t- If you were to give a second guess, what would you say? Uh, desert. That would be the one! Ding, 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 ding! <laughs> the wilderness or the desert? Either one of those. That's, uh, that, that should be... Go ahead. That's why I said mountains, because I go, it says wilderness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's good. That's a good cover. We're going to use that one for you. It was, it was, some mountains are in there too, you know. It's not just flat land. That's right. I'm going with that with you, okay? I'm standing with you. Good job, though, because that, I, when I first read that, I had, the only thing I knew it wasn't was the city. 
It was like, who goes to the yeah. city for anything? I don't even <laughs> like, I was like, I'm not going there for anything. What does it matter? What is she going to go there for? So, no, good job. <laughs> good job on that, Deborah. Good job. And I'm glad right. you called and guessed. I'd rather you do that than not. You'll never forget it the rest of your life. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God bless you. All right. Okay. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Alrighty, great job by Deborah. Always a great job. She is fantastic and does a wonderful job. All right, so now watch this build up because I want you to get this. Remember, uh, Romans five one through two had to do with the work of Jesus Christ. Okay, now we're, we've been looking at this text and we've been saying, as we're looking at this text, we've been saying, oh, look at God the Father is dropping in not just hints but confirmations. Or uh, I don't want to say, see, we call them gracelets, but that's not like a theological, well, I guess it is a theological term. Gracelets are like little pieces of grace. Okay, it's like niblets or something. It's, it's like it's gracelets. And so uh, God is dropping these little grace nuggets in this text. Since everything's based on the work of Christ, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that it's good for us. And for some of you, you need to know it's good for you, myself included. They help us learn to endure. This is the result of it. It helps us to learn to endure. Well, that's great, Dave. Endure for what purpose? Endurance develops strength of character, and that character strengthens our confident expectation of salvation. That endurance helps us to develop a character that has a attitude of the Lord's answers are coming. No matter what the circumstance, be they problems or trials, and we will not be disappointed in this expectation. And this all happens because of how dearly God loves us. This is like I'll build them up together, right? To this next little section where he says, because, oh no, we have another line coming into this. He has given us his Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. So now, step back. This is based on the work of Jesus Christ. We have our circumstances come about in an expectation of salvation, even problems, even trials, to the acknowledgement of what will be God's ultimate expectation of salvation. And God does this because he loves us, and he does it because he's given us his Holy Spirit inside of us that testifies that nothing that you go through as the property of God is meaningless. Everything has a purpose. And you're thinking, there's no way that God can be so smart that every single nuance in my life, that would just take amazing faith to believe that. For your life and for every other human being. That's how big God is. Whoa. Maybe we should stop putting him in boxes. There's an idea. What's also amazing from a theological point of view, God the Son in the beginning, God the Father in the middle, God the Holy Spirit in the end. The Trinity's not in the Bible. Yeah, I guess if you don't read it. Bottom line is the whole process is because he loves us. He died, Jesus died for us, and, and 
straighten out our relationship with the Father because he loves us. The Father allows the events that take place in our life to affirm his deliverance in those situations and to defer, affirm his ultimate deliverance in those situations. And he proves that and assures us and comforts us while, because he puts the Holy Spirit in our hearts and that validates his love for us because you know why you're going through it. The Holy Spirit's testifying, saying, yeah, God's with you in this. Yeah, 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 right here. Yeah, no, no, didn't go to Pluto. No, right here, right here, right here. And you know it. Now, just in case you're not counting, that was two full verses. Think that was a long devotional session? You bet. Did I get past this? No, <laughs> I did not. Now, you just meditate on that for a while. Here's the thing, the hardest thing of all. We know. We what? We know when we run into problems and trials that it's good for us. Just start with that one. <laughs> just work on that. It's good for you. You want to know why it's good for you? Because God is testifying of his deliverance and his salvation, both currently and permanently. And he does it because he loves us, and he proves it by the Holy Spirit that lives inside you. He wouldn't hang out inside you if he didn't love you. Just, just, uh. Noel and I had some extra time, like three hours uh, alone together in the car. We had run some errands. You know what? It was so great. It was just her and I. Just love being together. That's it. God is 10,000 times that. Just loves being with us. Isn't that great? <sighs> I love the kingdom. It's so cool. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.